amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Blog Talk Radio. Archangels, ghosts, and Bigfoot. Oh my. It's just another night for Supernatural Girls. Real stories, real answers to life's biggest supernatural mysteries. And now, for another exciting interview with paranormal experts from this world and others. Here's your host, paranormal researcher Patricia Baker, on the one, the only, Supernatural Girls. Welcome, everyone, to another exciting episode of Supernatural Girls Radio. I'm your host, Patricia Baker, and I'm here with PK, Patricia Kirkman, my co-host. How are you tonight? Absolutely loving our weather. We (laughs) have such great weather today, couldn't believe it. Well, I'm so jealous. You know, know, I'm, I'm you know, you always you. rub it in, don't you? I know, but that's okay, because you made a good choice to be living in Arizona. Here I am in New England. We are freezing. It's cold. It's snowing. It shouldn't be. It's too early, but it is what it is. So I'm going to blame it on oh, the numbers. It, I think it's the numbers. But it will make for a beautiful <laughs> Christmas. So you you got, you know, you've got to yeah. take care of that. That's Our true. Christmas, It'll be a get, winter you wonderland. Get, you know, sun in your eyes and that kind of stuff. It's not as pretty as your snow. <laughs> That's true. That's true. So I guess you got to take uh, the good with the bad. So tell us, That's PK, right. what, 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 what is going on with the numbers today and this well, week? I know we're in Mercury retrograde still, which is still doing a number. Oh God, yes, we're at Mercury retrograde till the sixteenth of December. So there's nothing we can do about it except deal with it. That's just the way it is. If you have electronics that are having a problem. Don't just pitch them out and run out and buy something new. Hold on, put them on the shelf. When retrograde's over, I'll make you bet a good portion of them will work again. No problems. But wow. anything to do with retrograde, it's everything's going in a crazy di- direction, and all we can do is hold on and ride the wave. It'll okay. Make it better when it's over. <laughs> That's all but we can do. We're, right. we're, I'm hanging on. We're still good. Dealing with this month deals with a lot of changes today, but the month itself deals with the details of things, and we're seeing a lot of anger and uptightness going on in all aspects of the, of the world and of life right now. Crazy things are happening. People are getting angry about the silliest things, and yet they think that's going to be the last time that we're ever going to see any of these things. We had somebody, a tree fell across their car. And somebody else stopped and helped them out. And they go, well, gee, that was really nice. People can be nice. But right now we're all on overload. We're trying mm-hmm. to fix things that don't seem to have an ending yet. But within a matter of a few days, we'll be in December. The retrograde will still be with us. But there's going to be a lot of major changes taking place. 
good to bad, bad to good, but it's going to happen much quicker than anybody thinks. It started easing in this direction, oh, well, probably about three or four days ago. But what's going to happen is going to give us opportunity for some good things to take place. There will be a luck factor that will be going with some of it. Even though the retrograde will still be ongoing, things will be set into motion that we won't see come to fruition until after the 16th. But good things can happen, and major changes are going to make things a lot better for everybody. Oh, that's so nice. That's something to look forward to. That's great. Oh, I'm so happy about that. Now, I do have to mention our show last week, which was extraordinary. Mm -hmm. Now, you and I know we've been seeing strange photographs because I take photographs in our broadcast room after every show. And last week, though, we had an audio that was quite remarkable. We had mm-hmm. Elena Mattis on the show, and she's an award-winning producer, television producer. And mm-hmm. her book is called Soul Dog. And it was about her transformation when she got this dog, how it just opened up her whole world. And she went from skeptic to believer in the psychic right. science is what I'll call it. But <laughs> here we were. Okay, now you were visiting relatives and your son and daughter-in-law, and their family in California. There were no dogs there. Right. I'm in my broadcast room. The door is closed. My dogs are three levels up with the door closed. And our guest, Elena, had her new dog, Bravo, asleep at her feet. And I have to tell everybody in the audience, if you didn't hear last week's show, go back and listen to it when you can. Because what happened was when we were talking with Elena, all of a sudden, we heard a dog bark. And this is a big mm-hmm. dog bark because Rio, her dog who passed away, was a big dog. And we oh, all yes. <laughs> stopped. <laughs> Did you hear that? I mean, it was just <laughs> unbelievable. And it was great. And she, Elena, immediately just said, thank you, Brio. I mean, she recognized his bark. She knew mm-hmm. it was Brio. It was a really beautiful moment for all of us. And to top it off, I did speak with a radio producer who's an audio expert, and I gave him the link. I said, you've got to listen to this and tell me what you hear. He said, oh, I heard the dog bark immediately. He said, in fact, I heard it twice. And he said, there's something else in your recording, and I'm going to enhance it for you so that we can all hear what it is. So there was something that happened previous to the barking that we were so busy talking, and also we have so many anomalies sometimes on the show, it's Mm -hmm. hard to catch them all. But Jeff Floro, I'm going to give you a shout-out. Thank you so much for doing this for us. And once he has this piece edited, we will post it so you can all hear it. it. It was just a remarkable evening with Elena and her story of transformation with her dog, Rio. And he joined us right on the air. No question about it. She was great. That was very unique. It was. It was very unique for sure. So we welcome everyone to our show. We are equal opportunity listeners. So. That's right. <laughs> oh, my goodness. The other side. <laughs> That's right. Come on in. Tell us what you're thinking. So now we posted a story on our Facebook page that has caught a lot of people's attention. And it's the story of this young girl, Julian. I hope I'm going to pronounce her last name correctly. Kepke, I believe. And 
I, I think it would be great to read her book. Um, I think it was called When I Fell from the Sky. I mean, now mm-hmm. all of us have our complaints in life, right? We have our challenges, and some of us like to make those challenges bigger than they really are, and we complain about them. And I'll tell you what, when you read what happened to this 17-year-old girl, it really, doesn't it make you stop and think, PK? Didn't you like go, whoa? Oh. <laughs> to think how she kept herself together going through with what she was going through Oh is my incredible. Goodness. Yes. So uh, I had people writing in saying, what's the rest of the story? Because we posted just a a paragraph kind of summary of what happened to her. But I'm going to give everybody a few more details now because, again, I think it's really important to know the power of the human soul and the human spirit. Mm -hmm. And it's going to lead right into our fabulous guest tonight, Andrea Hess, who is the originator and creator of Soul Realignment, which is extremely an extremely powerful tool of transformation. And we're going to get to Andre in just a few minutes. So what happened to Julianne is she was getting on a plane on Christmas Eve with her mother. And 10 minutes into the flight, there was a problem. Lightning struck the plane. Her mother turned to her and said, this is the end. It's over. And those were the last words she ever heard from her mother the plane went into a nosedive. And later on, Julianne was told it had split into three pieces. She was ejected from the plane, attached to her seat, and fell two miles down into the Amazon jungle. So this girl was such a badass, I'm telling you what. she (laughs) survived she survived I mean she found herself hanging upside down but she talks about it in such great detail she said that the Mm -hmm. engine noise just filled her head as she was falling through the sky but she ended up losing consciousness once she hit that canopy but woke up the next day and She said, I knew I wasn't injured that badly. Well, I would consider badly, you know, I think most people would, but she didn't. She said, I broke a collarbone. Yeah, she had a broken collarbone. That's painful. And also, that's right. She had a torn tendon in her knee, but she said, I could still walk. And so she got herself down onto the ground and started walking through the jungle by herself. Mm -hmm. She was the only survivor. So... On she went. Now, her parents had homeschooled her. They had a research station that was 30 miles away from where they crashed, but they taught her all about the rainforest. So she knew what she had to do to survive. And she had one shoe that had survived this crash. And she mm-hmm. used it to like, tap the ground in front of her to make sure she wasn't going to be stepping on poisonous snakes. She had only one bag of candy that she found, no food besides that. So when that candy was gone, that was it. It was hot during the day, cold at night. She only had this little dress on and no shoes to wear, obviously, after that crash. And she just kept going. Her parents had also taught her that the water was safe. So she walked through the Mm -hmm. water, followed the river, and then she eventually saw this, this boat And she thought she was hallucinating because, again, she hadn't eaten any food. This was 10 days into this. 
And there were planes flying overhead, but they couldn't see her because the jungle canopy was so thick. Now, again, keep in mind, everybody, this girl was only 17 years old. And she then sees this boat. She, she touches it, so she realizes, I'm not hallucinating. Then she looks across and sees a path leading to this little hut. She goes there. And she has a, this is the thing that blew my mind the most. She had a wound on her upper right arm and it was infested mm-hmm. with maggots. But she remembered her father had uh, treated their dog with an infection by using kerosene. She found mm-hmm. gasoline, sucked it into her mouth, put it on the wound, pulled out all these maggots. I mean, oh my God, unbelievable. And she's decided to spend the night in this hut and the next day. She heard the voices of several men outside, and she said, I felt like I was hearing the voices of angels. So they saw her. They were alarmed at first, but she talked to them in Spanish, told them what had happened. They treated her wounds, and they brought her back to civilization. I mean, oh, my God. What an incredible testament to this young girl. I mean, her strength, her ability to keep mm-hmm. going, to resource the information, that, all of the knowledge that her parents had taught her about the jungle. She used it all to stay alive. And anyways, um, she found out her mother did survive the crash but died several days later. She was unable to uh, move, and, and so that's what happened to her. But um, Julianne eventually moved back to Germany. Uh, where she fully recovered, and then she studied biology uh, at the University Mm -hmm. of Kiel, graduated in 1980, received a doctorate from Ludwig Maximilian University, and then returned to Peru to conduct research in mammalogy, specializing in bats. I mean, she's, she's, what a powerhouse. Oh, my goodness me. So, anyway, she has an autobiography. Yes, really. And it's called When I Fell from the Sky. I mean, again, when all of us start, you know, complaining about paper cuts or hangnails or whatever it is we think is so horrible. I mean, think about this, this young girl who, who dug deep and survived one of the most horrible things I can ever even imagine. So, oh, yeah. again, very inspirational, right, PK? No, definitely, definitely. And the, and the fact that she could fall, fall two miles in, from the sky in a seat and survive it. You know, had it not been for that seat, she would never have made it, I would assume. That's right. That's, I, don't, I don't even know how she made it. I mean, I, I, this is a paranormal Incredible. news segment. I don't, but I just think this is, uh, this is just, uh, there are no words for this. I mean, I was speechless when I first read this story and I saw the picture of her. I mean, she wasn't some, you know, big muscle-bound kid. You know, no, she, she was uh, very slightly built. Yes. That's right. So, you know, anything is possible. And as a friend of mine once said, all things are possible all of the time. So she's a testament to that. God bless her. Mm -hmm. She's an inspiration to all of us. So tonight we have another inspiration joining us. And Andrea Hess is the creator of Soul Realignment, which is a very powerful process of transformation. Andrea is the creator of it. And she created this in 2007. It's a highly specific, cohesive system of accessing information within the Akashic 
records. Now, currently, there are close to 3,000 students of soul realignment in over 40 countries worldwide. So I hope you're all ready to hear about how to access the wealth of wisdom, this is Andrea's words, that lies beyond the edge of your consciousness. Your soul is the key to unlocking your spiritual potential. And that's a quote from Andrea. So we're all excited to hear about this. Now, PK, you've had your soul realignment done. I've had mine done. And now I'm actually a practitioner. With your urging, you said I should learn to do it. And I did it. And I'm thrilled. And you do it beautifully. That's the best part. Thank you. Thank you. I love it. I love it. It's just amazing. And we're so grateful to have Andrea with us tonight. So, Andrea, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, and thank you for that great introduction. And I have to make one correction because I'm really excited about this. We're actually yes. now at just over 5,000 practitioners worldwide. Oh, so, yeah, we're like growing. It's so awesome. Like, every time we hit one of those milestones, I'm just so, I don't know, I I, I get very emotional about it you know because Mm -hmm. I can't help that many people by myself and so when other people are doing the work it's and 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 serving clients it's just so joyful for me so I'm thrilled you're having a great experience with it that's that just makes me so happy well it's so amazing I mean I was a a therapist for 20 years and a dream analyst and I think uh, way back then when I did this kind of work there were limitations, and I feel with your work with soul realignment, there are no limitations. This work can really take you to the deepest of places. So tell mm-hmm. us more about how you did this. I mean, how did? Tell us about you, <laughs> and how did you come to this? Now you were born in Germany, also, weren't you? Yeah, I was born in Germany, but I traveled all over. Um, so I, you know, people always ask me whether I was an army brat, and no, um, it's just that uh, my parents grew up really poor in post-war Germany, and uh, my dad didn't go to college, and so the opportunities for him were really abroad. So my parents lived in India in 68, and then they moved to Turkey. And I was actually born in Istanbul, Turkey, which I don't remember because we moved back to Germany when I was two. But then we also uh, moved to Singapore when I was eight and spent six years there, which is why I don't have an accent when I speak English. I mean, German is my first language. but um, Mm -hmm. And then I finished, finished high school in Germany and came to the States when I was 18 and, you know, started on a very different path. I, I have two very currently useless degrees in opera performance. <laughs> and <laughs> I, I know people are like, well, she's never really been normal. Okay. Um, so I, you know, but somewhere in my master's degree, I got drawn into the healing arts and I studied massage therapy for the first time. And I thought that that was just a practical to do in between singing gigs because temping was sort of the thing to do between singing gigs gigs and it didn't pay very much and I hated it. So (laughs) at least, you know, helping people sounded a lot better. So I went to massage therapy school, but it completely changed my perspective because, and I, and I have to tell you, when I went to massage therapy school, I went to this very new agey kind of woo-woo college here in Phoenix, you know, because here in Arizona, mm-hmm. we have a lot of that. So, and I thought half the people at my school were nuts because they were talking <laughs> about things like spirit guides and energy work. And I'm like, you know what? 
how about you just teach me the physiology and the anatomy and how to do this work? And I was such a non-believer. I, I was not there, right? Yeah. And I loved it, though. I loved deep tissue work. I loved helping people with chronic pain. And what happened, and the reason I got into energy work to begin with was that in my early days as a massage therapist, I would work with these people who had real pain in the body through injury or whatever, right? And I would do an hour and a half just sorting out their neck, right? So I was very, I was trained by a rolfer. I was just very specific and very German about the whole thing. And, um, (laughs) and my, my clients would be like pain free. And then within 15 minutes of the session, I would be in severe pain wherever they had been in pain. Oh no. And this happened so consistently that I went to one of my teachers and I was like, what is happening? And he's like, oh, this is called transference. And I'm thinking, believe in something like that. I, I, how can that happen? How can t- pain transfer? And he's like, well, it doesn't really matter if you believe in it or not. It's happening. So you need you to it. sort this out. Oh, Otherwise, you're going to be in pain all the time. So this is how I ended up getting into more of the energetic aspects of what I was doing. Because really, I didn't know I was doing energy work on these people. I had no idea. But so, you know, that kind of got me started and open. And um, from there, I studied yoga, became a yoga teacher. And all of it just wasn't, you know, what I hated as a massage therapist was that people would lie there and I would fix them every week. They would feel better and they would keep doing what they've always done, which mm-hmm. you've studied with me. You know, yes. I can't stand yes. that, right? No, cannot. <laughs> <laughs> biggest pet peeve about humanity that I have, right? So right. they but I would fix them every week and it just bothered me. So I went into yoga to give them something else to do, which of course they didn't do. From there I studied life coaching and that really didn't resonate with me at the time at all. But it did expose me to a way of working with people that was distant. Because I was only used to working with hands-on clients, right? So right, I was like, right. wow, mm-hmm. you can serve people all over the world. And from there, I literally stumbled into a class on Akashic Records. And a friend of mine was teaching it in her living room. There were all of three of us. It was people, people always are funny. Like, you know, when they're like worried about their own qualifications, I'm like, hi. Yeah. So my qualification is I spent two weekends in someone's living room in Gilbert, Arizona. (laughs) Like that's my official qualification for doing what I do, you know, plus like 12 years of experience. So how about you just let the work speak for yourself? You know, it's like, right. Yeah. So, but um, it was, I was, four months pregnant at the time I had just quit my massage therapy practice and I really had nothing better to do. She needed a website. She didn't have any money for it. I had just taught myself how to create websites because I am not geeky girl bartered. And I was just like, ah, it'll be fun. And I sat there on that Friday night when it started. And at one point she looked at me and she's like, okay, you're freaking me out right now. What is happening? Why are you staring into space? I'm like, I don't know. Like, oh I don't know what is happening right now, but I feel like something is, like, downloading in the back of my brain, right? And, I mean, the whole weekend I didn't sleep, and it felt like I was just remembering something that I'd always known. Now, it was a far, far cry from 
what I teach now because I mean it was all like negative forces are out to get the light workers. It was very victimy. It was just like mm-hmm. there was a. It was kind of miraculous that I started working with clients to begin with but I was just so fascinated but the, it was just not cohesive there was no you know all the stuff that makes soul realignment so coherent now there was like none of that and um but I started doing sessions and just tapping in for people and and really I have to say where, where soul realignment came from was my dissatisfaction with the lack of logic where I'm like okay well if we're empowered through free will why is it that negative forces can attack us? Like, what the heck is a psychic attack? If, you know, we have free will and we're the powerful creators of our experience, then how does that even work? And so yeah, I really that's started. That's a great question. Oh, I question, you know, and I, I'm sort of like I'm a the really bad student, like <laughs> in the back of class. And I'm like, really? <laughs> right. So I questioned everything. I read a lot, but I, I questioned what I had been taught. I even questioned what I thought I knew and I don't know the whole system just evolved for me doing a lot of work with clients and a lot of ongoing work with clients and then my obsession is results so for me there's so much in the new age and spiritual development world that is unprovable we could we could discuss it all day long but really, you know, it's just opinion. And I was fascinated with, well, what will create results? Because the physical realm is so fabulous. And I think it's so ignored by so many spiritual seekers because it is our most amazing feedback mechanism. It gives us results or not. And if we transform then our circumstances, our actual physical lives transform as well. Our bank accounts transform, our bodies transform, our relationships transform, you know. And so we can see whether we've actually done our work effectively if we pay That's attention. A, very now, a lot important of people point. pay no attention. Yeah. Oh, it's like, and so well, this, and this whole modality kind of came out of this like, well, uh, does it create results? And I would use myself as a guinea pig first. I've done, I've, I've taken a lot of risks. And, you know, whenever I develop a new program, it takes me like a year, year and a half, because I have to guinea pig on myself. And then I have some other people that, you know, I will do test readings for and then make sure they get results, you know. So there's a lot of research I kind of do to make sure it actually, the work works. And, um, but yeah, it's all about results well, it's as a all feedback about mechanism. That's, so that's kind of how it evolved. And that's what we liked about it, I think, too, right, mm-hmm. PK? Because we were talking about this uh, long before I took the class. And the, actually, mm-hmm. it's a course, not a class. It's a lot of work, which I really enjoyed doing. But <clears throat> there's a lot to wrap your mind around. But again, going back to what you're saying about being results-oriented, so many of these other techniques that are being offered, um, they promise results, but that's not the same. And people end up getting very frustrated because they're investing in these other things, and they're not getting the results. It's like the secret with Oprah right. Winfrey. Finally, they realize, hey, I'm not Oprah Winfrey. And, oh, <laughs> you know, I'm not getting <laughs> well, you know, I, I, 
it just falls short a little bit, right? Because I, I mean, I think there's there's a lot of people who want magic. They don't want manifesting. They don't want power. They want mm-hmm. magic. There's a difference. Magical thinking is not. It's just sort of hoping that something will intervene on our behalf, and. At the same time, what that does is it disempowers us because at the end of the day, we are so unfreaking believably powerful in our ability to create exactly the reality we want. However, that doesn't happen. And, and quite frankly, soul realignment doesn't do that to us for us, right? I mean, the modality, the way it works is like, well, okay, here's the new choices that will create the result you want. Guess what? The clients still have to make those new choices. And so exactly. that, of course, involves a certain amount of risk because we actually have to do differently. But there, the ultimate, like, <laughs> if we do what we've always done, we do get what we've always gotten. And to believe anything else is kind of insane. And we all know this. And yet... <laughs> There's a lot of spiritual seekers who sort of have this hope, like, oh, the universe is, it's coming. That's like my least favorite thing. <laughs> oh, I just know good things are coming. Or say, I don't know, are you going to make it happen? They'd <laughs> be all freaked out. Yeah. I'm like, wait, this is not what a psychic usually says. I'm like, listen, current path of choice? No. It's not going to happen because right. if you just keep That's doing right. what, you're gonna, what you've done, you're going to get what you've always gotten. So how about we talk about what new choices you can make that will attract the result you want, right? And then they're yes. on board. And I think there's a, there's a reasonableness. There's a, there's a, um, it, it doesn't ask the mind to go out to lunch. You know, it respects yeah. that we yeah. are logical logical beings and our minds are beautiful let's not like you know put them on hold while we you know just operate sort of on blind faith and cross our fingers and if we say these affirmations long enough you know surely something will show up no it won't yeah it doesn't you're right and that's frustration (laughs) unless it's accompanied by new action yeah yeah and what Mm -hmm. i'm seeing in the new age world is just it's and this saddens me so much that there's so much disillusionment I yes. think right now in the spiritual development world, there's a lot of still hope, which is so beautiful because I think people feel like like there's an openness to our potential. Like we, we know there's more. And at the same time, it's balanced by this disillusionment that it's all a bunch of nonsense and maybe it's, you know, nothing's true. And so, what I think is so important is that we, you know, I'm always like, don't believe anything, experience it. <laughs> right. So can right. you, can you go have an experience of yourself? Yeah. And so like, to me, if, if one of my students and, and, you know, from the, from the program, you know, we ask that, or I ask that people get five practice clients and then deliver readings, which I know, and, and so many students have never done this before. So they're scared out of their minds, which I, <laughs> I understand is, you know, it's kind of daunting, but when you tell five people stuff about themselves, you should not know, and you nail it. <laughs> and they, yeah, they get they, scared. That is the moment where you know, holy crap, I am, I am truly bigger and greater and divine. And, like, that's an experience because we're the ones giving the reading. Nobody can take that from us ever. Like, we know – 100% certainty that we've tapped into something. And when we do that, like, I mean, you've done the course now. 
you know, this was my every day for years and years and it's your every day. And so we have this like unshakable knowing of what we truly are. That is, I mean, I think if everybody could just have that, we'd have like world peace because everybody would realize we're all connected, right? Cause there's no other way to do it. You have a reading like that. The yes. other way is to manifest results. You know, that to me is the other path where it's like, if you set an intention and then you actually make that thing materialize in your life, not through hope or dreams or, you know, hoping the universe sends the fairy godmother your way, but actually through <laughs> congruent and energetically aligned action and, and multiple times, right? You manifest over and over again what you set out. That's the other way to know. Now, you combine those, which Soul Realignment does, and you've got this recipe for really this unshakable knowing that we are divine beings, that we're all powerful, so, now, let me ask yeah, you that's a question. Kind of what I, that's Andrea. my passion right there. That's like everything. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's wonderful. I mean, again, there's so much to this work. And the more that I, I do this work as a practitioner, the more I see this as a living system. It has energy even within the system to help people transform. But can you tell us some, tell our audience some of the things that throw us off? from our own realignment, from our alignment, so that we need realignment. What happens? That kind of knocks us well, off, I mean, it's, off balance. It's not that one thing. It's not that one thing happens. It's that humanity. You know, I, I mean, I don't know who came up with the genius idea of putting a soul into a third dimensional body, but you know, I mean, <laughs> yeah, really. as human beings, if you think about it, you know, first we have to figure out how to survive, and yes. we've done that. And then we have to sort of figure out how to survive each other, which has taken us a long time, and we still haven't sorted that out, We're right? We're still working Not on it, yeah. on this planet. We're still working on it, but, you know, today is the safest time ever in human history to be alive. I know that the it news is. doesn't sound like it, but it is, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yes. And for women especially in not all over the world, but in Western countries, never before have we had opportunities to be self-expressed as women ever. I mean, it's a great time to be incarnated, right? But, Mm -hmm. you know, because of the tribal nature of human society, where we have to figure out how to survive and then how to, you know, work together to survive and then how to survive having other tribes want to take what we've got and the us versus them and all of that, you know, I mean, it's taken thousands and thousands and thousands of years for us to be alive in relative safety and what's really amazing. And the reason why soul realignment is so new is really over the last 20 years, 25 years, the number of choices available to us as individuals has exploded because of the internet. I mean, now Mm -hmm. anything you want to do, you can go on YouTube and learn how to do it. Anything. That's true. Pretty much. Yes. I mean, what an opportunity. And we can now as an individual, I mean, I'm in my living room and I have practitioners in 40 different countries. Like, really? Like, Mm -hmm. by the way, that's not what I set out to do. I was just like, you know, I have the system and like 
somebody should put this, somebody should create a modality out of this. And then I realized like, oh crap, I'm somebody, I guess I should. Right. And that's, <laughs> that's, that's, you. that's, that's kind of like, yeah, I did not, I did not think this is where it was going to go. Right. So um, it's amazing from my house in Mesa, Arizona. Right. And I can reach yeah. thousands of people. That's miraculous. And that's available to all of us. So the availability of choice, that has never been um, just this broad. Now we have the opportunity for divine self-expression. So we actually can live who we are at soul level for the first time. And so it's not that, you know, we as individuals have gone wrong. It's just that humanity, it's taken this long for humanity. I mean, if you think about it, even 50 years ago, Women couldn't even what, get credit without a man co-signing. That was in the 70s, right? 300 yeah, years right. ago, we were, we were property, right? I mean, it's just mm-hmm. the number of choices. If you think about the medieval ages, like, what choices did we have? Mm, like, we were just trying to put food in our mouths, right? And so... And we were following knowing, cultural no, norms, and yeah, we didn't yeah. have these choices. You're right. Well, we so now we, we have them. But, but here's the thing yeah. that is so fascinating for all of us, Andrea, I think, and this, why this work becomes even more important. Because as you mentioned, we do tend to make the same choices over and over again until we get well, conscious and, and, about it. But here's the thing. It's about that, right? So we've got thousands and thousands of years of survival instinct. You and I are doing with soul realignment would have gotten us burned at the stake not so long ago. That's for sure. And the very oh, yeah. It would have gotten us kicked out of our community. Um, and so we, as, as human beings, have developed survival mechanisms that scream at us that if we don't fit in, if we don't succumb to societal norm, um, if we go too far outside the box, we will get killed. So our biology is still telling us that living our unique and divine self-expression is dangerous because each of us at soul level are like snowflakes, right? So mm-hmm. we're going to look, each one of us is going to look like a unicorn. If we're actually going like full throttle living who we are at soul level expressed at the level of our human physical experience, right? We're going to all right. be weird, right? <laughs> and um, there's and, 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 and so, we're, of course, if we all do it, none of us will be weird, right? We'll just be unique, yeah. right? So, but yeah. at, for right now, we're so weird. And so our survival instincts that are really hardwired into the most ancient part of our brains, you know, life has changed so much in just 30 years. And our biology hasn't caught up. And so we have all this opportunity. We consume all this information. We don't do anything different because doing differently is terrifying. And it just, all of our survival instincts kind of go into overdrive saying, you know, what you're doing is going to make you stand out and you're going to get killed. It's not true, but, but that's how we that's feel. Yeah. Still, mm-hmm. still how we feel. And so that's why human beings tend to do the same thing over and over. Now, if we understand who we are at soul level, And not just that, because that's a good start, but I'm sure as a practitioner, you know how valuable it is to know who everybody else around us at soul level is. Yes. Because then we can go, 
oh my God, you know, then we're like, if our friend does something really cool and has like great success, we don't try to do the same thing because we know that that's her path. I always, um, you know, one of the analogies that I like is like, you know, imagine we're like a rose bush and we're growing mm-hmm. in like an apple orchard. Right. Oh, so okay. as a rose bush, we're going to look around and be like, why can't I make any apples? Right? <laughs> I right. I am the worst apple tree ever. Yeah. Right? It's like, I, I suck. I'm terrible. I can't make apples, right? And, yeah. you know, we don't realize we're just not an apple tree and that the gift we have to offer the world is roses. And we don't see the value in the roses because everybody around us is picking apples and we're like, nobody picks my apples, right? So... <laughs> That it, it's just that's the thing. So we yeah, don't know who we are sense. at soul level, and then we imitate others because we don't have anything else to navigate by. But if I know who my friends and significant others and my child is at soul level, you know, I'm I know that their choices and what's positive and negative for them is not what's going to be positive and negative for me, and what it creates is this beautiful allowing of everybody being who they are. And one of the great joys I have as a mom is I have let my daughter know who I am pretty much her whole life. She's 13 and a half now. Right. And, and I've let her know who she is. And I've always pointed out the differences between us as well as the similarities. And we are, we are both very similar and very different in some ways. And in our relationship, we, we celebrate both the differences and similarities and enjoy both. And it's, it, she has always been, I don't know, she, she just knows her mom's a unicorn. And <laughs> I don't parent like other moms. I don't like doing stuff that's sort of traditional mom stuff, right? And she has never... I don't know. It's, there's just no guilt around it. It's just this beautiful, unconditional love. And at the same time, you know, for her, I know who she is. So, of course, we're sense. unconditionally loving with our kids. But, you know, I right. also don't set expectations for her that are just not congruent for her. You know, I also understand her karmic pattern. So she's going through some stuff right now with her dad that I know she's going to be sorting out until she's probably in her 30s. And there's going to be choices I don't agree with, but I understand. And so I can, I can be in this space of unconditionality just because I know who she is. So it's a gift we give each other where we're no longer kind of, you know, there's that saying that we see people not as who they are, but as who we are. Well, Mm -hmm. this lets us see people as who they are and celebrate that difference between us while we also celebrate who we are you know and I think that's the great gift that comes from not just knowing who we are at soul level but knowing who others are and it's so important it is so important and I think with soul realignment you've also created this vast landscape where you can create and you're supposed to create as a practitioner the entire story and there are so many so many protocols to follow that you've created, which is I really appreciate because it keeps expanding the possibilities <laughs> and also where yeah, this person you know, has come from. Because 
I'm working on a new one. And it's so funny before we started talking, you asked me where they come from. And that one, I'm not sure I have an answer for. Like, I, I just sit around and think an awful lot. And I go hiking and think. And I question a lot. And But, but this whole way of structuring protocols is just, I mean, I've been practicing that, you know, and of course, when I was developing how I want to do my own readings, I started down that path, right, developing my own protocols that worked. And so that I had a system for myself. Um, but I, I don't, I don't really know where some of it comes from, honestly, I think it comes from the records. I mean, you know, I'm just it probably does. One of the yes, worst. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. And and, and it, why I find it helpful. Itself that way, I think that's just one of my gifts, like where, you know, we're all unique in the way we sort of um, translate energy. And for me, it translates itself into like these very practical structures that other people can use. Well, and so that I, one is I, like a mystery. That's so important because, you know, when you do spiritual work and you go into the records and you travel through this energetic substance, You can really get lost out there, in my opinion, if you don't have protocol to follow. And then you can miss some of the most important things to share with your clients. So I think the protocol that you put together is brilliant because it allows for so much freedom of understanding. But yet at the same time, it does give you the structure that is absolutely necessary when you walk out into that energetic space. You have to have it, I think. And you've done a brilliant job with that. Thank you. Yeah, I think this whole, like, open up and just see what you get, the more powerful a tool is. You know, here's the thing. Like, whenever we want more freedom, we actually also need to apply more discipline. Mm -hmm. Those things go together. and People don't always understand that, right? Because without discipline, freedom actually becomes irresponsibility. And what happens a lot in spiritual development and intuitive development is that people kind of go into an access point, a wisdom source, whether it's the Akashic Records or Spirit Guide teams or wherever people go. And by the way, unfortunately, most like a lot of psychics don't know what the heck they're accessing, which is one of my biggest pet peeves, right? Um, Yeah. You can ask some of them there. When I ask them, I'm like, what energy bodies, you know, mental bodies, subconscious records, spirit guides, and they don't know, which is really scary. But, okay, let me not get on that soapbox. But, okay, so the, the, the more powerful a, an access point and a wisdom source is, the more actually we need discipline and specificity so that we get the information that we want. And there's a lot of abdication of that responsibility where it's like, Oh, I'll just open up and see what I get. So not only are people not specific in what they're accessing, they're just abdicating, right? It's like, Oh, I'll just open up and whatever is supposed to come comes. It's like, but you're the powerful creator of your own experience, including this one. Mm -hmm. And that's not standing in our power. That's, abdicating responsibility to spirit as if spirit were separate from us. And it's not, we are spirit and people are like, Oh, the universe. I'm like, you know, you are the universe. Yeah. That's all true. And and we have to set up our frame of reference. You know, I go on about that, but we really have to very consciously go 
access what we're going to access and know what we're looking for. Otherwise, you know, we're expecting spirit to know what we need, it's empowerment, but it comes from religious thinking. You know, and it's it's mm-hmm. that old, old ingrained thinking where it's like spirit or God or the universe is like up there and all-knowing, all-powerful, and we're just lowly human beings down here and we don't know anything. Um, that's that old thinking that many people still uphold on our planet, right? Um, yeah, they can. That's their choice. I, but there's there's a way out of yeah. that, and that's, that's what's yeah, so important we are ready. to know. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and we're ready, mm-hmm. but there's still a lot of that that translates into sort of the new age world, um, and it is an application of responsibility. So power and responsibility always go together, right? So if we do. want to powerfully tap into a wisdom source, then we also have to do it really with great responsibility of consciousness and discipline. So. And it sets us free. That's the weird part. And it's so funny that you had that experience. Did you think the protocols at first were going to be limiting? Because a lot of students think that. You know, I didn't. But here's the thing. You know, learning something this vast and this this new, it took a lot more attention than I thought that it was going to take. And I, I really had to apply myself. And there's the discipline. It took me longer than I thought it would, but I was happy to put the time in because, again, there was there was so much I could see the value unfolding by learning the protocol, and it allowed me to go further with each client and to be able to offer up the truth so that they could then make different choices. So we're going to get into some of this protocol because it's fascinating to me, and I know it will be oh, to our audience, are? and oh. I know okay. yeah, we're going to get into a little specific, bit of that, but we you know, won't be too here's specific. The thing. No, you know why? Because I don't want people doing this without, like, oh, no, I don't not want without people training. taking bits and no. pieces of protocol. No, because that's like, you know, handing like a toddler a table saw. Like, let's not do yeah, that. You don't want to do that. But <laughs> there's some things that you no. have in here that we'll just, you know, generically discuss that, that are just incredible concepts, concepts that I wouldn't have thought of on my own. And so the way you direct us as practitioners with these concepts is very helpful. And as I was, we were all talking before the show, um, the teenagers that I've been working with get these concepts instantly. I mean, they get it. They're able to work with it. They're able to make changes that are profound in a very short period of time. They're able to wrap their minds around it. And it's exciting to see that kind of thing happening, to, to know that they've got a blueprint, they've got choices, they've got things that they can do for themselves that will empower their lives and will put them well, on and the path, the, less frustration. You know, it's, it's so funny because to me, these kids today, right, I mean, people give millennials like so much flack and I actually think they just are so aware of the possibility of divine self-expression but may not have the tools quite yet but these the kids that are now teenagers they I mean you know we can call them entitled I just think that they have an expectation of self-expression that's really beautiful we're moving into this age of of individualism and people are calling that entitlement Right. And I don't Mm -hmm. think it is. I think it's really this awareness that we all get to be unicorns. 
Mm-hmm. And that's wonderful. It's, it's really beautiful. But there is a transition happening in society. And I think, you know, not all adults get what these kids are up to. And, you know, but I think every generation is like, you know, thinking that the next generation is going to like <laughs> sink the world. Right. I mean, our parents yeah. thought we, you know, <laughs> I know, <laughs> I know, so. <laughs> I know exactly. Well, we're going to take a very short commercial break. I know we just said goodnight to PK. Goodnight PK. She's got to go rest uh, her, her voice and her ears and her back. She's been having a, a bit of a, I don't know what it is, a virus and other things going on. So, PK, I hope you feel better. But we're going to take a very short commercial break, and Andrea and I will return, and we will continue this conversation about soul realignment. So stay tuned, everybody. We will be right back. Are you ready for a new experience of freedom and powerful connection? Would you like a positive, effortless change in your life? Then come to CosmicFusion.com, where we offer the most advanced energy clearing and expansion techniques in the world with a quantum vortex energy to activate your divine blueprint and life's purpose. When your soul leads the way with Cosmic Fusion and Quantum Vortex Energy, you can break clear of past difficulties and blocks with the power of the Source. With Cosmic Fusion, the Source Energy does the work for you. It's easy and effortless. Listen to our free meditation right from our Cosmic Fusion website, The Cosmic Code Meditation. Sign up for one of our interactive webinars today. Come to Cosmic Fusion, www.kosmicfusion.com to experience an effortless awakening and transformation. Are you ready for an upgrade? Are you ready for a new experience of living in the fifth dimensional magic and powerful connection? Then visit CosmicFusion.com today. CosmicFusion.com Your property tax bill. Have you seen it lately? It's frightening. Your property taxes are going up while your home value is going down. It's time to fight back and win. For the real truth about the property tax system, get attorney Pat Quintilian's book, Are you getting screwed on your property taxes? How to find out and how to fix it. Attorney Quintilian answers all your questions and gives you the facts you need to fight a property tax bill that is spiraling out of control. You'll also read about what happens to property owners who don't check their property records, only to find out too late they're taxed on square footage, fixtures, and even buildings that they don't own. Is this happening to you? Learn your rights. Buy attorney Pat Quintilian's book today. Are you getting screwed on your property taxes? How to find out and how to fix it. Available on Amazon.com. Astridian is a family of cosmetic products with 98% pure ionized minerals. We combine our science with a blend of essential oils to nourish and take care of your skin's health. How does it work? All Astridian products contain the proprietary redox technology having the capability of simulating an ionic zinc-copper superoxide dismutase effect. This free radical scavenger currently in your body has been diminished by toxins and the daily stresses of life. It is a perfectly balanced mineral complex that all $200 an hour dermatologists, their professors, and ancient history have proven. Redox technology is a process of reducing the skin's oxidation by transferring electrons from a radical state to a stress-free normal condition. Oxidative stress is a form of cellular aging. 
and as science has proven, a precursor to disease. The free radical theory of aging states that organisms age because cells accumulate free radical damage over time. Damaged cells are not beautiful, but healthy cells are. The Astridium family is presented in four different uses that cover unique benefits to your body. They are the Essential Anti-Aging Series, the Multivitamin Series, Sports Series, and Professional Series. Regain your youth with the power of Astridium. Visit www.astridium.com and inquire. Use the code SUPERNATURAL and receive a 10% discount on your first purchase. Astridium, the beauty of being healthy. Welcome back, everyone, to Supernatural Girls Radio. I'm your host, Patricia Baker. I am here with our fabulous guest tonight, Andrea Hess. She is the creator of a very powerful process of transformation called soul realignment, and that's what we're talking about this evening. Now, if you're interested in studying with Andrea, and I highly recommend it, the course is just incredible, filled with information that is you will not find anywhere else. And you can find a graphic on our website, and it says Soul Realignment at SupernaturalGirls.com. You can click on it, and it will bring you right to the website that contains all the information on signing up for the course. So, Andrea, my goodness, there's so much more to talk about. And, no, we're not going to give away any secrets. No secrets here from uh, what people well, will learn so in the course. Secrets. I just, you know, it's like a little bit sometimes is dangerous, right? Now, I agree with you. I think that's absolutely the case. But you have one of the things I really like also about what I learned in this course is how people come from different systems and they work through different centers. And there's everything has the positive and negative polarity. And there's no judgment mm-hmm. of any of it. And so one isn't better than the other. It, it's just all on the same level playing field. And that's a, a great way to, to start this. Yeah, so there's no comparison like, gee, I wish I was like this particular group oh, or but that particular group. Oh, do it, right? Like, we, oh, we yeah. find out who we are at soul <laughs> level, and then we go into, like, gift envy and go, oh, I wish I were more like that. But, you know, that's the funny thing. Oh, a lot of us, and it's it's so fascinating how, you know, I don't know if you've had this experience with clients. Clients sometimes both resonate to the information, but also will say, well, that's not me at all. And it's, it's true because well, most of us don't show up the way we are at soul level, right? We're, because at the level of ego, we're conditioned to think that we should be a certain way. So the way we're brought up, you know, societal programming, what we think we should want. And so it, it's so funny because this gift envy, <laughs> I call it, right? Where we're like, oh, I wish I were more like that person at soul level. I wish I had this at soul level, right? That really comes from the ego thinking we should be a certain way and being attached to who we think we should be or who other people have given us the impression we should be, like our parents, right? Yes. Rather than accepting ourselves truly as who we are. And I think that's actually one of the hardest things to do that we really – um, relax into the truth of who we are. And, you know, life gets so much easier. And that also, by the way, brings up a bunch of crap for us because God forbid life be easy. Cause you know, we've been taught our whole <laughs> lives like to work hard. Yeah. We've got to suffer for it. Like our 
oh, struggle is like our badge of honor, right? It's like you got to yeah. work hard to get anywhere. And, you know, it's amazing how attached we are to struggle. And I know I've been through periods in my life where I'm like, is it allowed to be this easy? Because my life, I, I, I can't even, like, I have no, it, it's mind-boggling to me how good my life is. Like, it's just so That's easy. Tremendous. It really is. It is. And believe me, I've had guilt over it. Right now, I understand why it's so easy because I go with who I am at soul level and I walk my talk and ta-da, you know, everything just sort of falls into place. It's like amazing. But well, and- we, we definitely, as a society, have this struggle addiction. And so just being able to go, oh, this is me. Let me just do me. It's almost too easy for people sometimes. Yeah, and I think also what you're talking about is very shamanistic in ways, is self-acceptance, is self-love, the self-embrace that uh, we're not taught about generally in our culture. And I think, again, with soul realignment, you have that potential to embrace yourself for who you really are. And then, as you mentioned, mm-hmm. going from that place, that's the place where it becomes very easy. So for people in our audience who are struggling right now this is really important information to not get frustrated with yourself just get more in alignment with your true soul and who you really are as Andrew is saying makes a huge difference I mean people yeah and can I say something about that yeah yeah so for people who are struggling right now and listening to this right so one of the biggest pieces of advice I would like to give in that situation because not everybody can go get a session not everybody can go you know get the training so one of the biggest things is number one like question everything just question what you think you know about yourself because some of it is not true if it were true you would be getting better results right right that's (laughs) it it's like wait whenever I am not getting a result that I want if I'm not Effort, like not effortlessly because we do have to take some action, but if I'm not quickly and easily manifesting exactly what I want, then I know that something I think about myself is not true. And the reason we strive for spiritual consciousness is so that we then have the confidence to question our own ego. You know, it's like our ego will defend itself to the death, right? I mean, this is how wars get started oh, over yeah. silly things like religions, right? But if we're spiritually conscious, we actually have the capacity to go, wait, maybe who I thought I was is not actually who I am. And what if I'm not this? So the first step is to really question what we think we know about ourselves. And then the next thing is to do things differently. Make even if you if it's some and and yes if you don't exactly know who you are at soul level it can be a little bit like throwing a bunch of stuff against a wall to see what sticks right however yes yes the the guarantee is if you don't do things differently you will keep getting what you've always gotten right so I would recommend systematically (laughs) changing things going well if if this is not who I am maybe how would I do it differently. How can I do it differently? How, what can I change here? And then make some new choices and see what happens. Like the proof is in the pudding and our divinity always shows up in abundant results. And yeah, like I said earlier, results, 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 right? It will always tell us the truth. Mm-hmm. Always. It's, it's so great. 
And when results happen, just pay attention. Pay attention to the timing. Like, what did we just do? Because manifestation does not take three weeks. It does not, right? So when you take action that is congruent to who you are towards an outcome you're trying to manifest, you know, results, or at least the beginnings of results, positive feedback, will show up within a day or two. It's, it's, it's not going to take weeks, right? And so, it's so that we can quick. actually go, well, what? Oh, it's quick. It is quick. Um, and depending on who you are at soul level, sometimes it's even quicker than that, right? So all you have to do yeah. is go, well, what did I do yesterday? And I, I love using my business as feedback. Um, you know, I've, people sometimes have thought in the past that I'm a little work obsessed. I'm really not. It's just that when you run an online business that has, automation built into it um you can use it as a great feedback mechanism because sales coming or sales not coming is a direct reflection of where i'm at energetically and i know if i'm having a couple days and like there's no sales that are coming in and it's sort of like crickets i Mm -hmm. have to immediately go what am i doing because i'm doing something incongruent right now and it it works amazingly and it's so funny because you know i i've I love doing business online. I joke that from, from a soul level perspective, God just made me to be an internet marketer, right? But <laughs> what's so funny is in the internet marketing community where I've certainly studied, I am such a unicorn because what I've set up in my automation, it just keeps going and performing. And, you know, in the industry, what I'm doing shouldn't be possible. Like people are like, this is what you do? Like, that's it? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, <laughs> it's that easy. Right. But, it's, but, but the energy management behind it is not. Right. So it's really right. the way I run my business is entirely just paying attention to results and then really calling myself on my own BS if I'm doing something incongruent, which happens. You know, I, I am my own biggest guinea pig and I experiment pretty wildly because because this is my work, you know, so otherwise I can't create new levels of training. So, but the results thing, it happens so quickly. And it's so funny because then if I've got like a day or two where it's really quiet and things are not working, I, I know what I just did and I know what I'm doing differently. And then I can change that, you know? So if we just pay attention, there's actually a lot of information to be gained a lot. Tremendous amount. And, and it is about paying attention and being willing to go deeply within the self to see what might be kind of clogging up the works energetically. But you Even know, if you yeah. think you've worked on it before, it, there might be some yeah. new thing that comes up. You know what, though? I'm not so into, like, I mean, we can also sit there and navel gaze and, like, oh, what am I feeling? And I'm, I'm like, believe me, I, I sit and think a lot, right? But when we get into, like, <laughs> feeling states and rummaging around in there. I mean, the truth is like our emotional bodies are so changeable. You know, if you think, if, if you think about a basket of puppies, you'll get happy, you know? And so uh, I think actually a lot of spiritual seekers have gotten far too good at managing themselves emotionally because of all the darn positive thinking stuff that we're taught, mm-hmm. right? Where we're like, Oh, go for a higher vibration, whatever that means. I don't know. Nobody's right. ever defined that either. properly. 
<laughs> yeah, and it's like, what does that even mean? And people are afraid to be in a ne- quote-unquote negative state, like they're angry or they're dissatisfied, and immediately what comes up is this sort of like, oh, no, I shouldn't feel this way. I should be all love and light all the time. And so I call it light washing, like people are light washing their feelings. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's like covering up the truth of the situation and that doesn't actually help. So I think diving into our own, you know, states can be helpful, but I actually think results uh, need as much, if not more attention, because I know people who are constantly. So when I was working with people in a more ongoing way, when I had um, doing some business coaching, you know, mm-hmm. some of my students were forever coming to me going, I feel like something's really shifted. Oh, I did this thing and this transformation and something really opened up within me. And I'm like, okay, something shifted. Did your income shift? No, yeah. like, no. I'm like, well, you have not shifted. Yeah, that's <laughs> when right. When you really transform, your results transform. So I think it's, it can be dangerous to like constantly dig around within ourselves, right? So there's like we don't want to disregard our feelings by any means. In fact, I think like feeling all of the feelings as they really are. But you can use it as a pathway. More positive. Yeah. But you can use it as a pathway quite effectively without getting caught in it and just noticing it, just paying attention to it and going, Oh, well maybe there's some software running here that needs to be addressed or, but it, I think that curiosity without judgment is so healthy when it comes yeah. to these these changes to make and well, and you well, also where where i agree with that because but you know it's like if we feel bad you know here's what it what it boils down to if we're anxious that's a real thing then we're anxious about something and we should go change that thing in our lives right rather than try to heal our anxiety without changing our circumstances that's insane at least mm-hmm. to medication right and, you have and to so I everything. think like, yes, and it's, it's like our feelings are totally valid, but I think people try to shift in the most convenient way, which is all internal versus actually changing our lives. Like I know that I was in, when I was in a miserable marriage, um, I mean, I had chronic pain, I was not sleeping, I was a mess, and you know, I ran around trying to find all every energetic solution. I went to every healer out there, you know, and people told me it was this, it was that. You know, it was none of that. You know what I needed to do? Get a divorce. That's yeah, what I needed. Exactly. And you know what? <laughs> Everything got better. Everything like, went my away. Chronic pain <laughs> went away. My income went up. Like sometimes it's like we're in the wrong job. Like you can't expect to go into a cubicle where you freaking hate your life. And, like, expect your body to be thriving at the same time, right? Or for you to not somehow be affected through depression or anxiety or whatever. If you're, like, spending eight hours in an environment that's unfulfilling, I mean, there's consequences to those choices, right? Yeah. Sometimes. There is a lot. There is something known as situational depression and all of, you know, those kinds of diagnoses that people can throw around. And, yes, it is about getting out of the bad job or the bad marriage or whatever. You can't just Mm -hmm. sit and do an internal 
uh, thing, you also have to take stock of the choices you've made that brought you to this material reality you're in right now. So, yep. again, what I see with the soul realignment process is it makes everything very crystal clear. Now, the other thing I want to make sure we talk about tonight you also do business realignment. Now, I am just finishing up that course with you now, and it's very well, interesting. It's okay, I very I, interactive. I, I, I do and, business realignment. Like there's, there's, after the certification program, the initial certification, there is an additional course that is for business specifically, for, yes, either for our own business for or for that. working with business clients. Yeah. Yes. So, and that's also, I found that very interesting as well. So talk to our audience a little bit about that. Explain what that does. Uh, Well, you know, I mean, I've been an entrepreneur since I was 28, so a really long time. And uh, I kind of mentioned it just earlier, you know, the way I run my business is like very about congruence and the way we create income has to be an expression of who we are at soul level. It's not just about what we do, right? Because you can be a psychic or you can be a life coach or you can be a, you know, a plumber for crying out loud, like in, in a gazillion different ways, right? But if we're running a business, there's what we do and then there's how we run the business, which is marketing and sales and, you know, and, and, and a lot of times in the healing arts, we don't really want to run a business, but they're still letting people know you exist and also inviting them to work with us. Like there is no getting around it. Now we call that marketing and sales. We don't have to call it that. We can just letting people know you exist and what work you do and inviting them into your world. Right. Because I mean, I actually, it's so funny because I'm an entrepreneur, but I, I really am not in love with business for the sake of business. Right. Mm -hmm. It's like, I just want to do my thing in a way that's congruent <laughs> to me. That just happens to look like internet marketing, but that's, you know, not what I'm about at all. Um, so, but, but how we reach people, how we let them know that we exist, what the systems we use, whether that's our computer or our phones or, you know, you name it, whether we get in front of people in person or online, you know, all of that, and how we interact, whether we interact, how much we interact, all of that has to be congruent to who we are. And there's a reason that, what, like 94% of businesses fail? Something insane. It's like a really high Wow, it's that number, high, right? huh? Oh, my it's, goodness. It's, well, within like 10 years or something, right? So, but, I mean, so many entrepreneurs don't, never mind business failures, right? That's people who go out of business, but... Most entrepreneurs don't make that much money. You know, you see it like on Shark Tank and they're like, we've had $2 million in sales. That's great. Like that person walked away with like 40 grand, you know, because there's so much overhead. So, I mean, they blow up those numbers. It sounds like a lot, but you know, what's left right? <laughs> in profit. Yeah, what is left? Um, yes. Yeah, point. really. I mean, most, most businesses don't, are not that profitable and um, many entrepreneurs don't actually make that much money. Some do. So what is the difference? It's not really that they're much better at business. Like I am an opera singer turned massage therapist turned psychic and spiritual teacher. There's no business background. Right? Yeah. There's no reason that I should be doing really well. And yet I'm like, I, I don't work that much. You know, I'm really profitable and 
I, I love everything about how I do what I do. And um, I'm never stressed or anxious about, about the business part of the business. And, um, you know, a lot of my friends are just hustling their butts off and it's, it's, it's congruent. That's the difference. It's just congruent to who we are. And the greatest opportunity we have right now, I think, is being able to make a living in a way that really expresses who we are. And, yes. and that, that opportunity that's what has never been available like this. Oh, it's amazing. Now, not everybody's made to be an entrepreneur, but even within um, within corporations, you know, there's so many ways people can get creative um, mm-hmm. about how they work and how they operate. And, you know, as long as we're creating results, which if we're congruent to our divine self-expression, we definitely create results. There's, it, it's really amazing how creative we can be. And, you know, that's because our communications options are so vast. Well, and also I was wondering if you could maybe share, obviously without uh, names, but some of the results that you've seen happen when you work with people for soul realignment and then you take them to the next step um, if they're interested in business realignment. What are the kinds of changes that you see people make in their lives that make mean so much of a difference? Pra- for practitioners or for the practitioner's clients or for, for clients, I think it's because our audience is basically uh, interested possibly in becoming a client. So what, what, did, what do you see as the originator and creator of this program? What are some of the, the things that you've seen that are, are phenomenal? Yeah, you know, it's so funny because soul realignment as modality, I, I liken it to a Swiss Army knife, right? Because it's a system and it does a lot of things. And the, the wonderful thing about the practitioner community is people um, take it into different directions, right? Whether they're working on money and business or they're, I mean, uh, one of my one of our students, one of our practitioners, she works in the area of relationships, right? And so she has helped tons of people attract their partner, right? Based on who they are in a really congruent way. And she's had all these success stories with her clients. I once helped a gal, I talk about it on my webinar. Um, we did a session and she, she was this gorgeous, successful woman who really could not make a relationship stick and she just wanted to have babies and get married, you know, and there was a bunch of stuff in her soul history that was blocking that. And so we looked at it. She did a few things differently. She ended up meeting the guy, having a set of twins, you know, I mean, it was exciting, huh? Fabulous. Yeah, absolutely amazing. Um, I get a lot of feedback on money, you know, mm-hmm. where people start actually increasing their income, they land their dream job, they finally sell the house they've been trying to sell. I mean, it just kind of goes on and on. So um, I, I oh, uh, with um, also self-healing, you know, physical pain, like physical issues. Um we just yeah, that's a big one. Somebody... That's a, a really big one. Can you, yeah, oh, I want you to talk huge. about that. Because so many people have chronic illnesses today. It's an epidemic. And I don't think uh, the media is even reporting on how bad it is. So what do you see happening no, with that? It, 
well, you know, we're really, we're conscious of the opportunity for self-expression, right? We all, like, if you're spiritually conscious, you kind of know that there's more to you. But then a lot of people are still going like they're still pretending to be normal every day and it's exhausting, right? So they're still going to normal yeah. jobs and doing the normal relationship thing and they're driving carpool and they're celebrating Christmas the way we're supposed to and making cookies and like the, all the pre-prescribed things that society tells us we should do, right? So, but if you have awareness of yourself as a spiritual being, but then you're acting normal, you're in trouble because you're, you're not self-expressed and you're, and, and actually, so we talk about this in the course, we are all designed to receive what I call vital force energy from source. That's the energy that keeps us alive. That's just life force, right? Yes. When we're out of alignment to who we are, we actually don't receive enough of it. And so uh-huh. over time, this doesn't affect us when we're younger, but over time, and, and what do we think? We think the human body has to deteriorate, right? Mm-hmm. And I mean, yes. I, like the funny thing is, so I'm 46 now, right? And I feel better than I ever have in my life. Like I don't have pain. I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm still like in good shape. I hike every day, you know, I am so super healthy, high energy. It's great. Right. And, and yeah. quite frankly, people don't really believe me when they meet me that I'm 46. Right. That, that's the feedback. You I've don't been look at it in your photos. Right? That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, but then you're saying little, it's because you know, you're aligned. You're saying well, I, because yeah. you're aligned, you have, you have access absolutely. to the vital force. You and know when what's you're funny? Not aligned, I used to get, I, I'll tell you what, I used to get cavities all the time. Every time oh. I went to the dentist, it was expensive and painful. And yes, I believe it would be. <laughs> I, and I would, I would avoid it, right? And I had so many cavities. I mean, root canals, you name it. There, it was, there was something wrong with my teeth all through, you know, my twenties. And um, since I started doing this work, and since I started my business and everything, um, nothing. I haven't had a cavity in like twenty years. Oh my goodness, that's great. Hang on, twenty years? No, no, that's wrong. I'm not that old. No, <laughs> 15 years. Sorry. <laughs> I'm like, wait, I get ahead of myself, but it's amazing. Right. So, and it's like, I, I was doomed to constantly have root canals and nothing. Oh, how awful. Oh, you know, my so goodness. it's like little what is- things like that. But, you know, I've had two, like I've had chronic pain issues when I was married and that was just, you know, that marriage was so incongruent. You know, I got out of that and immediately the pain resolved. So I think, what is happening for people is like we have, you know, consciousness brings about power and responsibility. If we're conscious of something, then we have the power to change it, but we also have the responsibility to change it. So if we are conscious of ourselves as a spiritual being, and now we're not acting on that consciousness, it actually has a bigger effect on us. You know, mm-hmm. the, there's a price to pay for that. And that price rises. Like, the more conscious we are, the more responsibility we have to actually exert our power to make new choices. So if you're really highly conscious, but you're you're spending your days pretending to be normal, it is going to take a toll. And often that toll looks like fibromyalgia or chronic pain or, I mean, you know, intestinal issues or you name it. And 
I always say, you know what, if, if it's happening in your body, like if your body is telling you I'm in pain there, it's not a little tweak and it's definitely not just energy work. There is something in our life that is just off. It is, we need a life change and a big one. Yes. You know, and, I and agree. the bigger the disease, the bigger the change in our life. And it's inconvenient because I know sometimes we just want to keep our job and, you know, we want to keep our relationship because kids and house and finances and all of that. But often those things have to change, you know. Yes. I, and, and well, the people the, that I've sort seen of, survive, yes, the major mm-hmm. illness, they are the people who have made total change happen in yeah. their lives. Yeah. And, yeah, if you're right, that's, that's the way it is. Yes. And sometimes people yeah. get the wake-up call and hit the snooze button, you know, and that's the problem. Yes. You can't hit the snooze button anymore. And, and you know, with no. everything moving so fast today. And also, one other thing I did notice, Andrea, and I'm glad to be asking you about this on the air. When I've done sessions with people, I've done a number of them, and it's it's just tremendous work. But what I've noticed is when the people that I've worked with become aware through the session about a choice that they may, they may need to make or choices that need to be different and they don't do it, it boomerangs back real quick. <laughs> oh, it does. Consciousness, <laughs> power, and responsibility. You know, I mean, I, I once created this graphic that had like this little prescription pill bottle on it. It said, you know, consciousness warning, this cannot be undone, right? I mean, it's, you can't undo right you can't undo it right and the side effects are power plus responsibility all the people that are doing tons of spiritual development work and they're like the spiritual weekend warriors i call them right because they're going to retreats and they're doing spiritual practices and it's like you know if you're going to wake up to yourself you're going to have to do something different in real life otherwise it's going it's going to suck you know, the, and it on, does the, on the other side them. of that, it does. But on the other side is that when we do actually take a hold of our power, which our, our spiritual power is our ability to choose, right? That's where it's all at. So when we actually go ahead and make new choices, my God, I mean, the transformation, the, the, the greater our consciousness level, the more powerfully our choices resonate and the bigger the consequences we create, which is why the more conscious we are, the less work we have to do. Right. So, I mean, when I talk about, you know, sort of energetic management of my business, I don't work hard. I, I mean, honestly, I don't work much either these days. Right. But that's the thing. None <laughs> of it is hard. None of it is hard because um, the adjustments, they reverberate in a really big way and, and come back as consequences, you know, and that's the thing. Like we become better manifestors when our vibration rate rises, when we become more conscious, it's like the more conscious we are, the more power we have, which means our choices actually have bigger consequences that also come faster. That's a double-edged sword, right? Because if you make a choice that's incongruent to who you are, it's like, oh, it bites us in the you-know-what. But when we make congruent (laughs) choices, it doesn't take hard work. It's just doing differently and bam, like amazing results can happen. So it's a beautiful thing. 
Yeah. Yeah. And it's amazing. Why, again, I like this work so much because finally there is something here that gives people the ability to choose to have that ease in their lives. And there's an easy way to do it. And honestly, I mean, we talked, PK and I have heard from so many people in our audience that are so, have been frustrated for so long about all of these other things, these techniques, et cetera, out there that don't work for them. And when the soul realignment work came to PK and I, we were both intrigued because we did see the wisdom of it. You know, there's a true innate wisdom in what's being offered here. And it's very clear. You make this choice, this is going to happen. You make that choice, that's going to happen. And it's all up to you. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's very empowering. Very, very empowering. And, and it's great. So that's why I was so happy to have you here talking about all of this for our audience who many have suffered through the frustration of not being able to manifest and going, God, what's wrong with me? And it's not that anything's wrong with them necessarily, but no, there's something absolutely not. not congruent, as you say. Yeah. yeah and it's so, just incongruence. Yeah, yeah, and, 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 and thank you for giving me the opportunity to talk at length about this because you know it's it's what I live and breathe. So, <laughs> well, and we're grateful to have you here it all day long. <laughs> well, and that's yeah. great because again, our audience has been waiting for this, and again, yeah. we hear from our audience all the time saying, "Why is this so hard for me? What am I doing wrong? Is there something about me?" that is so terrible that I can't create like everybody else supposedly uh, can. Oh, uh, yeah, that you breaks my heart. Um, no, I mean, I, I want I everybody to know, you know, it's it's like you are, everybody who's listening, you are unbelievably gifted and you are a divine being and you are unbelievably powerful. And at the same time, the balance of that is you are unbelievably responsible. So the first step is owning yeah, we did create it. That's not the same as blame, by the way, right? It's just mm-hmm. responsibility. Yes. And then, and but the the beauty of that is you get to change whatever you want, and you can. And and I get yes. that a lot of people haven't quite figured it all out yet. But I just, you know, the heartbreak of it would be to give up, right? Because that's right. We can't. I think do a that. lot of people do know, and and. You know, I think a lot of people do feel like they're just not fully embracing their potential just yet. And they do know that that potential is there and just hang on to that. And, you know, if nothing else, start making your choices and really monitoring the results. And if, if, yes. if Unfortunately, nothing else, Andrew, that's the place to start. That is. And thank you for that last message. We're going to be running out of time in about two seconds here. But, Andrew, thank you so much for coming on the show soul realignment everybody check it out soulrealignment.com you can also find it at supernatural girls we'll see you next week everybody until then we'll see you on the blue highway good night thanks for listening tune in next week for another radio adventure with supernatural girls Andrea.
Maria, thank you so much. That was so much fun. Thank you. I didn't know whether to stay on or not, but I just wanted to say thank you for letting me talk about the work because oh, it's great. It's just so much fun. It's just very well, joyful for me to be able to was, do that. So thank you. It's great for for me and as for as long as PK could could stay on. I know she was so looking forward to this also. So again, I can't thank you enough. This is brilliant work and I'm so glad that you're offering it. So this will give people more to think about tonight and I'll send you the link and you're free to post it wherever you want if you'd like. And um Definitely let me know. I know I'm on the mailing list, and I'll keep spreading the word, but any new programs you have and things like that, it's, it's I'll just keep telling people about it. Thank you. Yeah, I'm hoping to have a new level out early next year. It's just, it's it's an interesting frame of reference. It's, 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 uh, it's coming in slowly. <laughs> That's it's great. But it's it's um, well, yeah. okay. Slowly is holy, they say. You know. Oh no, it's mind blowing. <laughs> like it's blowing my mind as it comes in. That's why I'm like, oh my god, okay. And then I have to digest it and oh, work with okay. it and make sure everything's like accurate. And then you know the next piece comes. So yeah. Oh, that's terrific. It's, well, I can't wait to see that when it's ready. Yeah. Good. Oh, well, again, thank, thank you, you so Thanks much. So much. You're so welcome, and you have a great rest of your evening, Andrea. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. Where, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.